This is the Box Gathering Podcast. We take a deeper look into how learning affects boxing development and how our understanding of this as coaches can make a greater impact on performance. Catch up with us at www.theboxgathering.co.uk. The Box Gathering. Connect, share, grow. All right, Baz Philpott, how are you, mate? Getting well? Very well, very well, yeah. Yeah, recovering, recovering well. Are you still recovering from uh, from the Commonwealth Games or are you recovering from something else? Yeah, just coming down from that, I suppose, and uh, finding feet again back. Um, I'm moving jobs as well, so uh, uh, lots of lots of change. So uh, all good. Okay, interesting, mate, interesting. So um, obviously, uh, just for everybody watching, um, you've had a pretty... amazing journey this year um so lots of the journey from being in england doing your normal day day job in the forces and then suddenly being asked to go out to zambia uh and uh, basically deliver preparation for the commonwealth games for the national team uh which ended up in uh correct me if i'm wrong i believe a bronze and a silver the zambians yeah that's correct yeah right okay Phew. That was correct. Okay, remember, I pretty much watched most of the bouts uh, there, and uh, yeah, some fantastic achievement. So, kind of let, let, let's kind of bring it back then. So, one day you're at work, and then you get a, a phone call, is it, or an email? Um, so uh, um, it was uh, it was a message on 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 our WhatsApp group um, asking whether anybody wanted to get involved in the Zambian team. Uh, I think the understanding at that point was just. Um, you know, assisting the other coaches and, you know, um, um, just um, having another experience, if you like, uh, coaching over in Zambia. So, of course, I put my name forward because uh, I'm an opportunist. I love uh, <laughs> stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I had no idea that, um, of course, uh, I'd be selected. I think it was like two months later that the selection process ha- happened. And, yeah, I was blown away um, with an email from the... Uh, um, secretary or the general secretary from um, the Zambian Boxing Federation um, asking me to come along. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So from that point there, so you've got, you've had the, the WhatsApp message, you've had then the confirmation from the Zambian president. Um, then how long until you are on a plane in Africa? Uh, it was, I think the turnaround was two weeks. Um, they'd already, yeah, they, they'd already lost a month's worth of training um, they wanted. Originally, they wanted three months prep. Um, but by the time the decision had been made, it only left a, a month and a half. Um, that, well, it was three months including the game, so it wasn't prep anyway. Um, but yeah, they, they'd already lost a, a month. And they kind of asked me, when do you, when do you think you'd be ready to come out? And uh, after some talking at work and, and at home, I think, um, yeah, two weeks. <laughs> well, proper, proper quick turnaround. Um, I mean, I've heard, obviously, a, a similar story from, from Mick Driscoll, um, who um, gave his story to the Box Gavin a couple of years ago uh, around his trip to Africa and working with the Zambians and um, forget the other nation that he worked with. Um, but, you know, some amazing stories. And I was kind of almost looking to sort of compare or contrast with some of the stories that we've heard there. So you touched down in Africa, yep. in Zambia. I'm assuming you flew straight to Zambia. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, stop off at Doha, but yeah. Okay. So, so what does that look like? So you, you get off the plane. What's next? 
Uh, well, interestingly, I, uh, all my luggage wasn't there. Uh, it's still in Doha, um, which uh, created a bit of a problem because I'd been wearing the same clothes uh, for like 16 hours um, and I didn't do very much prep in my like carry-on. So uh, I got off the plane, was taken to this hotel where I was straight in on national TV with um, uh, the uh, sports ministry and the um, secretary general from the Olympic committee. Um, just like welcoming and, you know, um, stating to the nation, I suppose, that we have like a coach from the UK come over to to assist the, the boxing team. So, yeah, very, very official stuff. Uh, thankfully, I was <laughs> I was wearing an England boxing top anyway, so I was kind of all right. But um, yeah, straight into that um, after 16 hours worth of trip. OK, so once you've uh, managed to have a... Uh two showers probably, uh, change your clothes hopefully and maybe exterminate your clothes because uh, you've been sweating in them for so long. When you fight first then actually checked out the facilities and, and met the team, uh, you know, for the first day, what did that look like? Well, I, I tried to do a lot of prep before I arrived. Um, you know, my military head sort of tells me that I need to do that, but um, there wasn't a lot of information forthcoming I was trying to get in touch with the the current coaches and everything but the, I literally knew nothing about the team I didn't even know how many boxers we were going to have so um uh, over the next it was like a couple of days um they showed me the facility that um they chosen we had some issues with kits because we weren't going to have gloves even for the very first day um and the facility, the original facility wasn't good enough um, at all to, for the basics even. Um, I think the original facility had a nice um, Olympic size ring, but that was it. It didn't have any bags up. There wasn't any other gym facility there. So it was quite difficult. So I, I had lots of negotiations to do. But um, yeah, um, and then I think it was four days um, preparation before um, because they kind of asked me when I want to see the boxes and I was like, I'll get them as soon as possible. So I think it was like four days and then we got the boxes to arrive. Okay. So boxes arrive. Um, and I'm assuming, do you have, do you run a session on that first day? Yeah. I, I mean, we had their arrival on the Monday. So they were there by sort of midday and, um, and then uh, I kind of gave them a brief for the week, what to expect over the next week or so um uh sort of introduced myself as well and, and stuff like that so the monday was kind of like written off but uh tuesday morning five o'clock in the morning we were starting okay so one one thing i'm sort of like i'm, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes there so you arrive uh, in zambia you know it's, it's been a bit of a horrific flight um you don't know much information you know all the, the pertinent information like how many boxes you've got etc what weights you get there you meet the boxes you run a session how did you actually go about assessing kind of where they are and what you need to do? So what were your priorities then leading up to the Commonwealth Games and what you saw in day one? Yeah, I, I so like, again, uh, very fortunate to have like this um, experience that I have um, management and leadership wise, because my first um, priority was assessment. So that first week was an our assessment week. I'd set it up to decipher um, their... Um, endurance fitness, their um, high intensity fitness, um, their skills, uh, current, the current skills they had, 
um, I wanted to know how much they understood about the theory of boxing as well, like the scoring criteria, um, you know, uh, um, and uh, what the judges are, are looking for and fouls and stuff. So I, I wanted to know all of those things and I needed to establish that that first week because otherwise I couldn't make a programme for the rest of the time I was there. And I didn't want to really do it on my feet if I didn't want to assess people while I was um, without, you know, while we were trying to in, um, be in like general phase or intense phase, I didn't want to be in those phases trying to assess people. So yeah, the first week was just assessments. Um, uh, and yeah, it, it really, it became, uh, I'm pleased I did it because it became really, really clear what was needed. Um, and it gave me a focus for the, the rest of the time we were out there and the rest of the time we were training for the games. What was what was needed? Oh, um, so the scoring criteria, although the other coaches had sort of told the boxers what that was, um, they didn't they couldn't um, couldn't link it to what they were doing. Um, okay. So they didn't understand the scoring criteria um, in, in like uh, uh, it, its practicalities. So that was uh, really useful. Useful. Their body weight exercises um, were was quite their, their fitness on that side was was quite poor, and high intensity was really really poor as well. Um, I introduced them to to batter, which was fun, <laughs> but um, uh, like things like that. Um, skill acquisition. I mean, the 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 basics was there. There were there were a world class level. You expect advanced level of the skills, um, and they certainly weren't there. But they had some skills that I could work on to develop in that way, like phases, for instance. Whether it was a terminology they didn't understand, um, but they it was I linked it to pressure for them, and they they by the end of our training they got it but like things like that we had a th theme each week um as we went on with five themes that we focused on and then um uh, and then took them to the games okay so you, you've assessed them you kind of baseline them you know physically skill level standardizing with the scoring criteria and all that kind of stuff so what about the coaching team so what how many people were you working with and how did you sort of use them to help deliver that yeah, I, I mean, I was quite surprised because I, I sort of expected that I, I even the assessment stuff, like I, I didn't expect to do that. I expected to assist the, the training that was already happening and add my support to it. That's what I expected. And I think that's what was delivered to um, anybody that um, had uh, applied to, to, to go. When actually it ended up that I was pretty much on, on my own. Um, the two coaches that we had there um very knowledgeable uh definitely people i'd have by my side um but um they're they were level two um iber qualified um coaches and two of them one of them was the uh uh 2002 um i oh, i'm gonna get the weight wrong i'm sure um but he was the um he's the only zambian gold medalist for boxing um uh, uh kennedy katiana um he uh he was amazing to have there a really good motivator um with people and stuff but like um so they 
basically supported me in my delivery. So I would set the scene, I'd, I'd set the theory for that week, I'd set the um, uh, the the program, and they they'd I'd run it, and they would support me running it. Basically, that's that's how we we delivered the whole training. Okay, and so as you're sort of delivering this training, um, you're obviously having in your head, you know, because you've been brought over there, and you're just like, right, I need to deliver. Did you have in your head as you were going along saying, do you know what, there's a possible medal there? There's a possible medal there? No. Um, the uh, uh, <laughs> Coach Mendenda, um, he, he's such an experienced coach. He's been to countless um, Olympic and Commonwealth Games. Um, he was telling me, I can see, Coach, I can see medals. But like, I, I don't know what that looks like. All I could see was the development of the boxes or, you know, in my, uh, you know, uh, being humble, I don't know what a gold medalist look like. You know, I, I haven't got that experience. What I have got is the understanding of where they were and where we were trying to get them to, and basically trying to get the best out of them. And that's what I delivered. And thankfully, I mean, it, it was really positive at the end, but I, I couldn't, no, I, I, I couldn't see what he was seeing, and I certainly um, would like to have guessed. I mean, even before going over there, they were trying to ask for reassurance for you know medals and things. But I, I, I said to them, that's not something that I, I can give you. I can give you an assurance of the that they will develop, and I, you know, will get the best out of them. But yeah, I, I don't know what a gold medalist looks like. I can see, you know, um, but I don't know, you know while you're in the training mode you're not really focusing on that you're just focusing on getting the best out of them okay so you're a few days away and you're about to fly over to to england uh, where did you stay did you stay in birmingham um no so we went to um durham university to start with oh, yeah. okay um that was our um we had a training camp there which is lovely um nice really nice facilities and uh, um yeah good to get shaken out um with the you know focusing on the games and get everyone like nerves ready and stuff um and then yeah in birmingham um went to uh um and stayed in the village with the athletes which was absolutely epic fantastic fantastic so uh then business time sort of really jumps upon you then suddenly yeah you're at the arena um and you're about to box so, so who was your first one that went in if you can remember yeah, so we had um, uh, Patrick Shenemba. So I wasn't there for his first bout because there was an issue with um, accreditation, um, but they managed to, to sort it out for the next bout. But yeah, Patrick Shenemba, he was first in. Um, he's a really experienced boxer and a really tidy um, uh, operator as well. Um, difficult to box against. Um, and, he, and he won by knockout in the second round as well. And it's 51 kilos, like... <laughs> like that's that was pretty epic um he told me afterwards he said coach that's what Tabata does <laughs> <So>. <laughs> a bit of validation there nice yeah yeah uh, it was just really cool but yeah no that was um a great start to the uh to the bouts um, and what was he like i mean because um uh chin yemba and zimba they both seem to be characters i mean zimba if i remember correctly zimba was doing this had that kind of uh ring celebration am yeah. i getting it right it was yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah what, what, yeah. what are both those lads like proper proper characters yeah um i mean look if i'm honest with you when i first met that i'm not 
I'm not a great fan of um, showbag boating. Like it, it takes away from the sport in some context. And I'm British as well, so I like the you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd been in the military as well. Again, we're quite respectful in the boxing arena as well. So like it's 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 ingrained in me. But um, so I found Patrick when we were sparring, and we had a couple of competitions while we were in Zambia, really showing off. Um, and and in same same with um, Stephen Zimba as well, um, and I had to remind them it was business. You know, if you want medals, if you want to um, to get any any further in this, you need to focus on the the business you're delivering. You know, there's time for showing off, and that's cool, and that that's fine. And I didn't want to take any anything away from because Patrick in particular, he's got his own real personal flair in the ring that you cannot teach and it's, it's really really useful for him but um i didn't want to take away from that but i just wanted to temper them a little just so they they focused because they they lost bouts while i was in um zambia uh on the basis that they were showing off too early um and and, and it did really have an effect and we you know and the other coaches we just like motivated to the point where you know you need to focus on business. There's time for this, you know, and, and which is okay. Um, and uh, we we saw that at the games as well. They 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 did do business. They showed off at the end. That's that's them. That's fine. They showed their but best I, players. Well, I think that's really interesting how you've dealt with that because um, you've you've come. You could have said right, stop messing about, stop messing about, stop being disrespectful. To which they're probably gonna go the other way. Yeah, of course, no, yeah. this is who I am. I'm a bit of a showboat. I, you know, I, I, maybe there's an ego and I, that's who I am. So if you go with that, they're going to go the other way. But you've said, you come in with an angle to this is business to which they're going to link in. Well, that's all about success. Business yeah. is okay. That goes with my mentality. So I'm all right with that. So that seemed like one of those coaching moments where it could have actually pushed the other way. You know, and those, those medals don't, you know, they're either the wrong colour or they don't turn up at all those medals, you know. So um, that, that sounds to me like just from a simple conversation, how you frame something makes all the difference makes all the difference might be wrong you know i'm not there but it, 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 you know it all adds up doesn't it yeah i i think um i definitely saw it when um uh especially stephen um patrick not so much because he's fairly a fairly sensible individual anyway um but stephen knew it and knew that he he would lose if he carried on and, and like i really got that linked in with him to the point where we i didn't need to say a thing before bouts anymore you know we had a couple like i said a few competitions while we we're in zambia the later competitions he'd come to me coach i'm going to show you this business like he'd tell me you know and it was really like really really nice to hear and he would he would go and do business show show off a little you know at the end when he was getting success and and then you know he felt comfortable with it as well which is good so so Jinyemba gets bronze zimba gets silver at welter i think yeah um so tell us about one of those moments. What did that feel like? You know, you're winning, a, you're winning a medal at the Commonwealth Games. You know, it doesn't get a whole lot more prestigious than that other than Olympics, maybe Worlds, that kind of thing. Yeah, I, it's when you, I, I, I don't know how other co coaches see this, but it's, it's really um, about when you see the potential in the individual and they show you their potential on the day that, that is the heartwarming moment. I don't think it really mattered about what colour the medals were, whether there was any medals either. For me, it was about 
how they were and you know when Patrick um qualified um to go for bronze bronze medal um he there's a great moment on um on youtube where we're uh, two coaches uh two other coaches and myself were all hugging him and he was like you know this is validation for him um because he knew we could get there and and that for me was a great great moment and although you know Stephen was disappointed you know to miss out on the gold um, and, you know, always in our sport, there's like controversial decisions, you know, and, and things you don't tend to agree with. I try and stay as neutral as possible when it comes to those things. But, um, you know, Stephen, you know, uh, you know, really reassuring him that he's done himself and his country proud, you know, the most successful games in 20 years for Zambia. Um, with a gold medal at 400 meters as well so you know and, and he took that away with you know head held high um, which is great but yeah the feelings are incredible absolutely incredible how was that celebrated in Zambia do you know yes um, they I it's really unfortunate that I, I can go with them back because I would have liked to um, celebrate with them but they uh, um, they were invited to the state house with the president um they were awarded uh funding as well for um you know um either buying houses or cars um they're currently doing the rounds um at the moment i think um you know supporting other supporting events um they had a quick turnaround from coming back from the games to the africa championships as well where they had to complete compete um, they've got the uh, Olympic qualifiers early next year as well, so they're they're still focused. But yeah, they're they're being celebrated, with, which is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. So, okay, so there's that there's that kind of journey from getting off the plane to them getting new cars and mortgages on houses or whatever whatever it looks like uh, back home. Fantastic. So, so you've obviously stayed. You know, you said your goodbyes, etc. What have you? So, what have you ultimately taken from from the whole experience to make you a better coach, better person, the whole package? Uh, my learning Big journey, question. yeah, yeah. Um, my learning journey was like an uphill climb, and I really enjoyed it. I got to do, you know, boxing things solidly for three and a bit months, um, which definitely developed me as a, as, a, as a coach, but. I had to relearn everything I knew about nutrition wouldn't have worked over there because there's a different diet, different muscle, you know, um, you know, uh, 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 contribution to their, their bodies, the way they, they, they are, they could run for miles, um, uh, drop all a hat, but you know, that high intensity stuff was something I had to completely re relearn. I was, I was a bit reassured as well, like not because of the outcome, but that I went there i assessed the situation as i put a training program together uh, and developed it as i went and this was the key for me is that not to stick hard and fast to a plan let it develop as it as it as it goes um have an idea but let it develop but um yeah i it was definitely reassuring to know that that I have that in me and that, you know, the performance coaching program really has developed me in that way. Um, and yeah, just, um, 
looking for next opportunity now. Like, uh, I think, um, yeah, it was, I, I don't know. I don't want to say anything negative, but like, you never really know where you are as a coach until you're put in. That's a, such a pressured situation, you know, living in a different country for, for two months and having everyone look at you and go deliver was such a high pressure situation and I, I'm just pleased that I came out of it delivered and you know everyone walked away from it happy <laughs> mm -hmm. well I suppose like one of the sayings says um, boxing coaches and boxers are, are a bit like a tea bag you don't know how good you are until you put in hot water yeah that's definitely <laughs> the case yeah. <laughs> yeah well yeah I mean to be fair, I think probably maybe a lot of people, and probably myself included, would have, would have you know, seen that and gone, probably not for me. It's a bit of a stretch, you know. So, you know, fair play in terms of, you know, taking that unknown by the horns and going out there and delivering. And, and you know, and, and, and look who you did, mate. So I'm sure a lot of people were really tipped their hats to, to you. So, uh, yeah, many congratulations, mate, on a, on a fantastic tournament. And um, hopefully some greater things to come, mate. So... Is it anything sort of next or are you kind of just taking a sigh of uh, relief at the moment? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm an opportunist. I'm always looking for the next opportunity. So, you know, um, will be, will be. I'm just, um, like I said, I'm moving. So I'm just about to um, start working with a, another boxing club. Um, I've got my um, um, Army Corps team that I'm developing as well. And, you know, I'm hoping to look at... Um, uh, I'm hoping to look at, um, you know, seeing what England talent looks like. You know, I've never worked with, um, with, with that. I'm hoping to go up there and, you know, seeing what the setup's like and learn from other coaches as well. So, you know, um, whatever. But I'm, I'm enjoying coach educating as well. So that, that's really my, my passion as well. So, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, obviously there's parallels, isn't there, between coaching yeah. and coach education, but there's also some, some major differences as well. Right. Uh, 002, Phil Potts. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, much appreciate it. Um, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to say anything. Uh, he's now captain, my friend. Oh, <laughs> is that, is that promoted. The case? Yeah. Is that the case? Uh, am I going to get strung up in front of the village or something like that? No, no, no. Not uh, okay. Well, congratulations on that as well, mate. No, uh, thank Baz, you very much. Thanks very much, mate. I really enjoyed the chat. No, thank you. Take care. Cheers, mate. <laughs>liked this podcast similar content and discussions can be found at the box gathering the box gathering is a social initiative born out of the ashes of the first lockdown in march 2020 we provide a platform where coaches boxers officials and boxing enthusiasts can join together online to discuss various boxing topics it's free to join and upgrade options offer unlimited access to all our live gatherings, campfire videos and coaching resources. Join today at www.theboxgathering.co.uk.